I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah, I got my little necklace on today. I look like Jesse from Free Willy. Uh, okay. Do you ever watch Free Willy? Do I ever watch it? Sort Did of you? like regularly. <laughs> um, no, I watched. Yeah, I was actually big, big into it when I was a kid. Big into it. Big into it. I made a joke when I was really young uh, why there was a tide and it was something to do with the fact that he had three willies and when he weed, the tide would go up. Now I've not, obviously not. What was that joke? Because he freed Willy? No, there was one like that, but the one I made up. You made it up? Yeah. It was about him having three, three willies and that's why the tide went up. And I remember telling it to my dad when I was, I must have been very young. And it landed terribly, actually. Hey, you, well, you should be a comedian, hence why we have a comedian on today. We do. Oh. We do. Who do we have on today? We, we've got a guitar strumming. A guitar strumming. Lonely. Lonely. At first, in his At life. Five people in his year. Yeah. Never locked his door until he went to university. And then. And then he locked it. Then he locked it. Then he kept locking every then he, door. Then he had to. <laughs> Um, he locked it. We are talking about Josh Whitaker. All right, it was it was a good good poddy. I enjoyed it a lot. It was a great podcast. We sat, we chatted, we laughed, we giggled. We had a wonderful time. Mm. What else did we do? Um, what was he? He was talking about some sort of dodgy off license. Oh yeah, he did. He found porn in an off license. Apparently, now the rumor was well, you'll have to listen to to find out. But yeah. someone had done something quite naughty and you could watch the footage of it oh yeah that was it yeah oh god what a great listen we should probably stop blabbering shouldn't we yeah let's just leave it hey listen uh go and have a listen to the episode also go and check us out on instagram at private podcast slide into our dms we want to hear from you guys are you leaning back and getting into this yeah well you told me to chill oh you chill baby oh i am everyone just chill out have a great day listen to the podcast with josh whittakin Josh. Yes. Do you play instruments? I, I just lent in then. <laughs> yes. Was... We, why were you doing your... By the way, listeners, we're doing this across Zoom because mm. Whittingham couldn't be bothered to come into our studio. 
<laughs> oh come on now too busy I, practicing the guitar too busy do you know what glastonbury beckons what, what have you been what have you been playing well i'm by the way before a blink before we head down this this scenario i will not be picking up the guitar okay just before we had i Pick for the it listeners up. for the listeners we're on a zoom there's a guitar in the background and your two hosts are acting like they've never seen a guitar before no, it's no, just no, no. You, you and the guitar, I think. No, the, no. Uh, Do you not, that, does that not work? What, no, you... that, is, that is not what's happening. What is happening is we're doing this on a Zoom and there's a guitar strategically placed in the back. Just perfectly. That, no, don't, don't you dare move your camera out of the way. Don't you dare. It's got a lot of old vinyls next well, do you know to what it. Those vin- you see those vinyls that are on the floor? Yeah. You see the shelf here that's empty? Yeah. Yeah. That that recently fell down because the vinyls were on it and they were too heavy. Oh. So that's why the vinyls are on the floor. That's Just, not the, that's like, screaming much, rock and roll. That is too much music. Too much music. <laughs> oh God, now I God. can't say anything right, can I? <laughs> but yeah, you've got you've got Madonna in the background. A poster of, just to be clear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not Well actually. <laughs> surprise guest. I have Madonna in the background. I also have a uh, Bowie somewhere as well. I'm, if, but the thing if is, you I, had, I, if you had Madonna in the background, you're wasting time talking to me. Then I would go, you guys have missed the yeah. lead on this podcast. <laughs> if I had Madonna back in my background, trust me, I would know that before anyone else did, and I would not be on the Zoom right now. <laughs> Josh, thanks for coming on, buddy. Pleasure. Um, I know how uh, busy you are. Uh, by the way, you're, you, the, the, the crazy thing about you is that whenever I go into the podcast charts, your podcast, Parenting Hell, you and your friend Rob is always up there. It's, it's up always there. it's there or thereabouts. It's always it? up there at number one. You're basically well. It's it's, one it's of, a race for the it's race for the premiership at the moment for you there's, guys. There's a three way race at the top, depending on which day of the week it is. And the fact I know that is really pathetic. But um, <laughs> what we're recording this on a Thursday, so yeah. without looking, I'd tell you that off menu will currently be number one. Um, but is, is that some, really is that what happens? Is that actually what happens? Our release days are staggered, not intentionally, not like, um, but um, so, so you, you get to be number one for 24 hours and then off menu turn up and then Chris and Rosie turn up and have their turn at the, the number one and that's how it works. Oh. And there's this new bloke. Yeah, Stephen Bartlett's out of nowhere. Who's this guy? <laughs> is, that, is that the CEO guy? Yeah. yeah. Ah, what's he I, up to? I do not like the look of him from his picture. He looks in a right mart. <laughs> You've got to smile. It's a podcast, mate. <laughs> There's no room at the top in the top three. Oh no, he God. blew us out the water by interviewing Matt Hancock of all people. You're like, come on. Do, do you have the same thing where uh, you're competitive about the charts? Ed Gamble will Instagram story his number one position when off menu go top of the charts purely because he knows I read his Instagram stories. So he's not, he's just doing it for me. <coughs> oh, my voice has gone with the emotion of the situation. <laughs> It um, is. It's these weird things that it does get. It gets highly, highly competitive to the point just where I, I put uh, being a comedian as you are. You're mm, probably you, a bit of. I a, thought you were talking personally. Then, yeah, being a comedian <laughs> like I am. But being being being, are you a bit of a perfectionist? Yeah, to an extent. Yes, I am. Yeah, I. I mean, people who people would question it if they uh, looked at my output, but um, I'd say that yeah, to an extent, I'd like. I don't like something to be, yeah, yeah. The answer's yes. 
<laughs> were you just trying to perfect your answer? <laughs> you were just trying to perfect your answer. <laughs> but it, but it is true because I think um, because I think what uh, from from the outside eye, I suppose, and I and I hope you take this as a compliment. Oh no, it is it is a compliment. People would probably see you just at, you as a comedian who. Um, you know, you do The Last Leg and you do your podcasting, things like that. But actually behind the scenes, there is so much more going on in terms of producing TV shows. Guitars. Uh, guitars, creating podcasts and, <laughs> and, and things like that. So you're, you're, what I sort of, and maybe I'm totally wrong here, no, but I sort of see you, you, how Boris Johnson is... Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not comparing you to Wait, Boris what? Johnson. Where are you going with this? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with but you, But you are... Um, you have a sort of armory of things that you're doing, but from the outside perspective, you seem this sort of quite calm, happy-go-lucky guy, but actually behind it all, you're, you're fierce, uh, a force to be reckoned with. Does that make sense? I don't, that, I, so that's, that's Boris Johnson. He's like that. Right? Yeah, where's Boris Johnson? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Boris Johnson thing is that he is appearing like a buffoon. He's got the, yeah. the mm. cover of the buffoon, but he's actually a very canny... Mover and shaker. Is that the kind of comparison you're making? Yeah, but you're, yeah, but you're not the buffoon. You're, no, but I you're, you're the, you're the everyday, you you're the everyday guy. You, everyone loves you, right? But behind well, it all... someone hasn't looked at my Twitter mentions, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd say, I'd, I'd say there is a truth about that with all comedians, right? Because you've got to, you've got to look like you're not really trying in a way. And like, it's just, um, it's, it's just kind of, um, casual and chatty and all that kind of stuff because it would it'd be no one wants a, someone who's trying too hard to make you laugh mm-hmm. but obviously like everything whether that's you know uh being a comedian or whether it's being one of britain's top guitarists so which obviously uh you have to put in a lot of effort to get good at it right and then mm-hmm. is it like the the duck on the water with the legs going really fast yeah, is that's that the analogy it. people use that's it. Is that or Boris Johnson? Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Are you the legs or the duck? What are you? I'm, I'd say I am ninety eight percent legs, with just a beak poking out the water. That's what I am. I but don't you, think I've ever heard of this duck analogy, by the way. But, have you not? Yeah. You must have heard of this duck analogy. I'm, I'm already lost in this conversation. The calm the duck Johnson sitting on the water, and then the legs going underneath. Oh, they also have huge penises. Apparently, their their penises are longer than their body. That was my analogy. That's why. Yeah, I that's, the duck that's analogy. why. There we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're hiding a huge, huge cock down there. <laughs> That's how ducks steer so easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They use their penis as a rudder. Yeah. <laughs> they use their penis as a rudder, yeah. But just it's not it's common knowledge. You know, you grew up um in the middle of Devon where you mm. had how many people in your school? Four in my year. That is this. What, Can what you, happened, just explain this. He killed them all. Explain yeah. explain this. I'm that competitive. Uh, no, I so it was just in the middle of nowhere. So have you ever been, I don't know, I bet you have been to Dartmoor, haven't you? In some I, kind of filming expedition. Yeah. 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 It's an expedition, yeah. Some <laughs> kind of expedition, some kind of character building expedition. And um, so it was just a tiny village school uh, in Dartmoor called Ilsington Primary School. Um, and there was four kids in my year, uh, six the year above, six the year below. So mine was slightly smaller. But um, yeah, it was like, there's only like 40 kids in the whole school. Did you um did you have any friends? Yeah, I had three friends. <laughs> Which yeah. <laughs> that was the, most the whole year. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. 
But that I was quite a big I was quite a big fish to carry on the kind of uh, the, the water analogies, the pond analogies. I was quite a big fish. It's quite a big duck dick in that big duck school. in a, in yeah. a small yeah. pond. Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> That's strange, though, because there's lots of things about that that I want to sort of get into. Because also, Josh, you told me that you didn't lock your house until you were like 25 or something. No, until like I went to uni. So <laughs> I, cause we grew up in a village and we did. Um, it feels mad now, but everything feels normal when you're a kid, right? Until you're kind of spat out at the age of 18, I think you don't realise if your upbringing's normal or not. Uh, what, what is normal? But um, like if it's what is odd about it. And so we grew up in the village and there was no crime. So we'd, we never locked our house. We didn't even have a key for our house. So if we what? went on holiday, we'd just leave it open and hope <laughs> no one walked in and took our stuff. Where is this village? Do they still do that? I'm like, oh, my parents don't still live there, just to be clear. They live somewhere with a, with a lock. Just, um, <laughs> That's it. But were you okay? I suppose you, you you're living in a completely sheltered environment. That that means right. Yeah. You are you you know because firstly we didn't really have mobile phones or whatever when didn't we were younger. Got a mobile phone to go to university. No, That's you didn't. I, yeah, I did when I was I eighteen. You don't have signal on the on the moors. Wait, hang on. No. Just you, 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 your first mobile phone is when you went to university. Yeah, but I think that's more of a sign of my age than my um. So no. I remember people having them at sick form, and I remember thinking this isn't going to fucking catch on. <laughs> who, who, who needs a phone while they're out and about? Just call me when I'm in a building. Just guess which building I'm in and call me. That's what the better way to do it. And then I got a the classic Nokia 3310 to go to uni, which was 2001. What year did you get your first mobile big, phone? That was a big phone. Huge 2001. Phone, yeah. Maybe it was... I was 14. I'm 33. What are you? Are you 37, yeah, Josh? Yeah, 38. So You're yeah, 38. So same time. Yeah. Same. And I got a, a, a Nokia 30... I got an 8310. Oh, um, whoa, all right. Which, that was, was that Snake too? Yeah, but 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 also what was so funny about phones back then is that my I, I got I, some. You can either have pay as you go, which was yeah. what it sounds like. So you pay as you go, or you get a contract. My contract that I paid with Vodafone, I think it was, I had twenty free minutes and yeah. ten texts. That yeah. was it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's all you need by then. No, it wasn't because if you got into that's, panic, that's, pl- that's plenty. How were you chatting to all the chicks at night? I oh, mean, that's yours, what, yours wasn't chatting to chicks; it was messaging your dad for more money. <laughs> <laughs> for messaging more your dad to upgrade your contract. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dad, wait, uh, daddy, I can't live like this. Wait, <laughs> Josh. So when you did you do? Was it a shock when you went to union? What uni did you go to? I went to Manchester. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah, which that's was, that's a serious change up. Like that's yeah, into, but, into the thick of it. That was kind of the intention. So it wasn't even that I wanted to do the course particularly, or I, it was literally like, I want to move to Manchester. This is, I, because <laughs> I didn't think like London was the place you moved to go to uni. Do you know what I mean? It didn't yeah. feel like, um, that didn't feel like you want, but it felt like Manchester, you've got to remember like this is 2001. So Manchester was quite a happening place, like Oasis where they kind of on the, the fall, but they'd been a big thing through my childhood. Manchester United were versus Manchester City. That was a big thing. I was a huge fan of the Smiths and the Stone Roses. So it's kind of like I almost just went there because I liked a lot of bands from Manchester. And then it was incredible. I loved it. I vividly remember walking out of my halls on my first night, which would, um, and we walked out and I walked onto the street opposite in Fallowfield, which is the student district of Manchester. Mm. And it was like, you know, I'd locked my door, obviously, I walked out, 
for the first time. First time ever. <laughs> first time yeah. ever not that was a big moment. Excuse that me. How, big how does this work? <laughs> yeah. What do I do with these? Then? Have I got to carry these around all night? You then swallowed the key because he thought that's and uh, walked onto like Oxford Road and there was just takeaways and bars and they were all like neon and it just felt like I was in like Times Square. It was like mm. something I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is on my doorstep. There's a Domino's there and I live there. And I, it was like incredible, yeah. It, it, it it's like a, it's that like, moment. Yeah, kid. You know, like when Crocodile Dundee turns up in New York for the first time, that scene, like... That kind of feeling of, like, proper little kid in the big city, I suppose. When Crocodile Dundee goes on the escalator and he, he, he doesn't know how, what to do on it. <laughs> you like that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That is a big shake up moment to. to to go there because also I, I imagine that, you know, firstly, not only are you living with different people that you hadn't done before, but also there are, you know, different sexes there and things like that. And when you're younger, if you've only got 40 people that you know, it's well, there slim. Was more, there was more at my secondary school to be, oh. that was my, my primary school was smaller. So okay. my secondary school was bigger. Um, okay. Um, you had six yeah. in your class. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. So, so then when was your first, then when was your first sort of uh, romantic Romantic moment. Oh, but I was I was romantic free throughout my teenage years. <laughs> romantic free. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a dietary request. Yeah, 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 exactly. free, <laughs> romantic free. I was purely plant based. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, purely out of choice. Um. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was I was d- deeply religious. No, I was I, I was such a non-event at secondary school that no one would have kind of noticed me. But I kind of just. Like I went from the four kids in my year to like 200 kids in my year. Hmm. And so like you ended up like, um, I just disappeared. If there'd been like a pointless round 
about people in my year, I would have been a pointless answer. No one would have gone. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't. I would have totally been the pointless answer. Really? People, and people wouldn't even have been kicking themselves when they didn't get my name because they wouldn't have they'd thought still, it was... They still have no idea. Yeah, they'd be going, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't have got that, Xander. To be fair, <laughs> I chose the wrong topic. I shouldn't... Have, I definitely wouldn't have chosen that name. I had I had a guy in my year because I had a, I was at a big school. We had about two hundred mm. people maybe in the year as well. <clears throat> and I remember in my second last year, yeah. some guy walked up and spoke to one of my friends, and I said, "Who's that?" They said, "He's Phil Rage. He's in our year." And I Phil, had been Phil at school Rage. with him. <laughs> yeah, Phil Rage. And How I'd did been you at- not know there was a Phil Rage? <laughs> I mean, that that name is unforgettable. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Phil Rage in my year. Until oh, he in, until getting four, really angry when people forgot his name. Four it's years in, rage. I, I I just I just didn't. Know. But but were you then? Do you know quiet? that similar thing happened to me? <laughs> yes, I was sorry. on a train. This must have been a year after we left school or something with my friend Ben, and we were talking about people in our year, and the girl behind us, Holly, leaned over and she was like, "Sorry, the people you're talking about, um." I mean, my, we're in my school year. Do I know you? And I'd sat on a table in science. I had been there. I'd sat on the same table as her. And she didn't remember me a year old. <laughs> that is outrageous. It's, it's listing, incredible. Listing all these moments. You must remember when we caught eyes and she had literally no idea. <laughs> we shared a Bunsen burner, mate. Come you, on, get here. Duck boy. Yeah. <laughs> It's coming back to me now. <laughs> but is that because you were shy, Josh, or just because you just you know you just kept yourself to yourself almost? I don't know if I was shy. And I had loads of friends, like because obviously if I hadn't had friends, that would have made me stand out. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So there's you're. I was almost just very good at like just fitting in. If that makes sense, <laughs> oh, like, that that is always what you want to do. I was the average bloke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this so is, average. This is like perfect CV material. <laughs> yeah, literally nothing about me really stands out. <laughs> I, I'd have been a fucking incredible spy because no, like, you could have sent me to like anywhere, and I just walked around. No one would have known I was there. It was superb. Yeah, but but then but then you 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 go to Manchester. You start, everything's changed. And I know that feeling weirdly. <clears throat> my parents got divorced when I was like eight years old. Mm. Um, and I then moved to London with my mum. And I remember thinking, oh my God, there's a Hagen dazs at the end of my road. <laughs> That's oh what I remember God, thinking. There's a Hagen. <laughs> yeah. 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 I remember thinking there's a Hagen dazs and a Blockbuster. And oh, there was yeah. also a cinema. Like, oh, it was dude, literally. I do miss Blockbuster. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was, it was these moments that you realize, oh my Lord, I can go and do that. And then university. For me, and Josh, I don't know if it was for you, was one of those moments where, so you have that moment where you, oh, there's dominoes. But then there's other moments like, God, the only thing I have to really worry about here is dying. Like, I don't have anything to worry about. I had nothing to worry about. Nothing. I didn't used to get hangovers at that age as well. So I didn't even have to worry about like the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I could go out till three and then I could be in the lecture if I needed to be at nine. What I did, and I, I was on one of those degrees where you do, 12, 10, 12 hours a week, you know, the classic kind of, you're not even doing a proper, I'm not, not doing there's these poor fuckers you're living with who are doing like medicine and they're in like 10 till six every day. <laughs> yeah. And my final term, 
I, in the same pants when they come back two yeah, days later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My final term, when I was choosing my modules, I didn't even choose them by the ones I wanted to do. I worked out if I did certain modules, I could have all of my lectures on a Tuesday. And then I could have six days I, off. I did the exact Shut same thing. Up. I did the exact same thing. I had two hours of lectures a week on the same day. And I didn't even go to those. No, no, occasionally no I'd have the day off and you're like, now I've got 13 days off in a row. Yeah. I, so I was supposed to do 38 hours of reading. And then I was like, what's the point of going to the two hours? What are they going to tell me in those two hours? <laughs> but did you? But when was that moment then where you suddenly went, okay, I'm going to go and give stand-up comedy a go? Years later, I was like 25 or whatever. Why? So, yeah, I think so. 2008. Was, was, it, was it a slow realisation? Just, you... just before 25. Sorry. Was, it, was it a slow realisation that you might be funny? Or was it something you suddenly like dawn and you're like, oh, actually, I'm quite good at this? Just, just, qu- always... just, just quickly on that, Josh, because a, a mutual friend of ours, Ivo Graham, oh, used no. to say, he's so funny, Ivo. He's, yeah, God, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he's so yeah, funny. He's he always says when he was at school, he used to watch... TV shows, and before they said something, he would say the joke, and he'd be like, "I can do this, but better." Is that what no. you were kind of doing? What, like Rain Man? That's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. a weird kind of skill. I've yeah. never heard him say that. I can't <laughs> wait to challenge him on. I that. don't know if that's comedy. That's actually just a bit freaky. Isn't he? Yeah, some sort of like future teller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he uh, no, I didn't have Ivo's strange. Uh, I wasn't Mystic. Ivo, but I did like, um, no, I just loved comedy. So I wasn't like, I was just really obsessed with it. And then I got, had a series of jobs, which I hated. And I wanted to kind of, well, not even hated, that's unfair. Series of jobs, which I found, take that bit out. I had a series of jobs, which I kind of didn't want to do and found unfulfilling and stuff. So I then thought, well, maybe I'll give stand up a go because I wanted to be a comedy writer of some sort. And I heard doing stand-up was a way into writing. And I never planned to be a stand-up, really. I just planned to kind of... To didn't really have any other ideas. And literally... Yeah, yeah, no exactly. I planned to be no, the, <laughs> the comedian whose name yeah. no one knows. <laughs> but that's... It, it, it's, it's one of those things... It's so funny how life works, right? We, we, when we're younger, and I think it's sort of changing now, but when we're younger, we're almost like given a blueprint in front of us. Like, this is what you got to do. And mm. it normally revolves around going, right, okay, I got to go to university and get a degree. And then that means I can go and get a proper job, whatever yeah. like a proper yeah. job is that's working in accounting or being a lawyer or whatever it is, yeah. you know, something that gives you that security. And actually you then get to a certain age and maybe you did it, you did it way sort of earlier than most people, but you, but you got to 25, Josh, and you're like, I don't want to do this. I, was, I, I felt like that from the, oh, I, 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 absolutely don't trust anyone that knows what they want to do with their life at the age of 20. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you should. It's weird. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah. I want to do this. Why? You're 20. Like, just, you're, just be lost for a bit. We've all got to be lost for a bit. That's they, the best are, bit. They, they are quite annoying, those guys, because they often yeah. become like leading people in their field. You know, like, I know. I bet that bloody CEO who's number one in the podcast, Charles, <laughs> knew what he wanted to do. When yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did. He did. 100%. He did. But it, but it is true. And there's something, um, I remember my dad used to say to me, I remember, I remember it so vividly. I was in the car going back to, I was at this boarding school and I, I was taking back to boarding school. And I remember thinking, I just don't want to go to this boarding school again. And he said, these are the best days of your life. And I went, surely that can't, I just can't be right. There's just no way that this can be 
Because I'm also you have, you have no idea. I'm about to go on a reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember him saying that to me, and I remember thinking, this just can't be right. Because firstly, I'm living it right now, so this is going to be over pretty soon. And then I got the whole of my life left, and that's yeah. a long time. And I think this is not a good thing. But I think what he meant more, and I was about 15, 16 at the time, is that he meant this is the age now where you have no responsibilities. Yeah, you you have nothing. Yeah. And, and really enjoy that. And so, George, going to your point where you said about being lost, being lost in your early 20s is a freaking fab thing to be. Oh, it's amazing. It's incredible. That's what university was. And I should say, like, probably I went to university when you weren't paying 30 grand a year to be lost. Do you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, I was paying, like, three grand a year or whatever. But, like, so it was much easier for me to not take it very seriously, I suppose. <laughs> And do a degree that was leading kind of nowhere. Yes. But um, it, it was incredible. That feeling of going, what am I going to do? That, all of those things opening up. If I think about university, I just feel like invigorated and feel excited. And I feel kind of just like, those, are the, those were possibly, that's what your parents imagine you're doing as a teenager when they say they're the best days of your life. But when you're, at university and you go, I can just have a, I, I went had Domino's so often, right, for dinner. I know that sounds like nothing, but like, because also at that point, you don't even realise you shouldn't be eating Domino's for dinner every day. <laughs> I know. Did, I know. did they used to put those deals through your letterbox? So and it was two it, quid for a cheese and tomato. If you, if you, if you use them in conjunction, it wasn't cleverly, two you quid. Could, you could literally get pizzas for free for yeah. life. Like, it, it wasn't was, two quid. It was, it, was, it was so cheap. It was two quid for a cheese and tomato. I used to phone up and I'd order the cheese and tomato. And then one time I said, he said, what name is it? I said, Josh. And he went, is that the Josh? And I was like, yes, it is. Yeah. Because I which did is, it Which so is much. unusual for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? And I thought, I like this. I'm going to become famous. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Finally, some recognition. Yeah. You had some recognition from Domino's Pizza, and that led you into your fame. Yeah. Uh, Josh, listen, we got to that moment in the podcast where we have to um, stop for part one. Listen. Would you want a cliffhanger? Oh, uh, would I? I what would love I a cliffhanger. What was I drinking with my Domino's? Oh. oh, my Lord. Here we go, everybody. Find out in part two. We'll see you in a bit. Bye bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm. 